You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where two non-mystical hosts use the power of tarot to answer your burning questions. That's us, we're the hosts. We are the hosts. That's Brian. It's me, I'm Brian. He's talking. I am, I keep trying to... But he can't finish because I keep interrupting him. But I'm trying to... It's because I'm so excited to record a podcast today. The one that is interrupting me over and over is Ben. He's my favorite co-host. Your only co-host. Anyway, Ben, since you're so eager to talk. Okay, so on this podcast, us, two amateur tarot hosts, will read the power of tarot to answer your burning questions. Ben, we already said that. So don't say it again. Okay, so there are a lot of different tarot spreads. Is this what you wanted me to talk about? Well, I wanted to... Can you lead up to it? Can you do something that, like, indicates that we've done this before and... This isn't our first time recording, and we just found this episode. In a, Guys, in welcome back. This is probably episode number 14 or 27. I'm not quite sure, but it's definitely not the first episode. In fact, I'd recommend that you don't go back and listen to our first episode. I had somebody tell me that they did that, and uh, I was mortified because, look, this episode's a lot better. Although now by telling you to not go back and listen to the first episode, you're going to go back and listen to the first episode. We all know how this works. It's a real Schrodinger's episode. It's kind of like reverse psychology. Is it Schrodinger or Schrodinger? Schrodinger is how I've always heard it. I don't know. I don't know how uh, the original German. Anyway, there's like a lot of different tarot spreads. We've been doing this for a while, but we failed to learn much about any of the other really complicated tarot spreads like the Celtic Cross. I would say we failed to try. We failed to try. We failed to try to learn anything about tarot beyond what we have to, because look, if we learn too much about tarot, then we would have to knock the amateur off the title of this podcast, and that would really mess up our SEO. And I was going to say that. Well, yeah. here we go. So what do we do instead of one of those fancy pants spreads? Well, first we get a question from a listener, and uh, those questions are just pouring in. Let me tell you. Stop laughing. Uh... Send us your questions if you got them, because then what we do is we will flip over three cards from the from the tarot deck, and each one has a meaning. The first one it talks about the recent past, how you got to where you are. The second one is the immediate action you need to take to get yourself out of the sticky situation. And the third one is the future outcome. So if you follow all of our advice, uh, that's where we predict the future and tell you exactly what's going to happen, uh, guaranteed, or your money back. That sounds awesome. What if somebody doesn't get to be the person that asks the question? Since we have so many questions coming in, we can only do so many per episode one. Uh, what if your question doesn't get answered? Well, that's too bad. Ooh, going to have to bleep that. Then uh, you should tune in next week to maybe get your question asked. Maybe keep emailing us, actually. Just keep emailing us your question until we answer it is what happens if we don't answer your question. What Ben is trying to say is he loves reading your emails. He pours over them every week trying to find the best question to answer. And it's tough because sometimes we have to pick somebody who has a way better question than somebody who sent something in like back in October. And 
If you can imagine um, Miracle on 34th Street, that Santa movie where they bring in all the letters to Santa into that courtroom, that's what Ben is like with email, with the questions that we get sent. And so he really loves doing that. He loves sorting through those and finding out what question to answer. I print them all out. He prints them all out. And that's great since we're recording this right after Earth Day. It's great to know that he is doing his part. It's kind of like Congress where like I have to print everything that you send me and save it in a file. So if you send me your question 84 times, I have to print it out 84 times and put it into a binder. And he also prints out a copy, scans it in and emails it to me, which is amazing. Yeah. So keep sending your questions. Anyway, if you don't get your question answered. Fax it. This will be our last episode of Amateur Tarot Pod. <laughs> but keep sending your questions, even though we'll be off the air. If your question doesn't get answered this week, you don't fret. You still have an opportunity to have something just for you today. And that is the card of the week that we do each week that Ben is refusing to talk about right now. I'm not um, refusing. I just haven't gotten there yet. We, I've been trying to get there, Ben. I've been trying. Yeah, card of the week. Uh, go on. So right now we're just teasing the card of the week. I was thinking about making a joke where I said I would email everybody a card or mail them a card, but then I realized that I couldn't follow through on that promise, and so I decided that I wouldn't say it. That's good. Don't say that. Do not say that because we've already gotten in a lot of legal trouble from the $10 million that you've promised people. Well, yeah. And again, I wanted to thank people for helping us out of that legal trouble by sending us money during our pledge drive. We have squandered all of that money, and now we're just back to normal poor people. Fax us more. Fax us all of your coins. We need them. Uh, we don't have a guest segment this week. Brian, you really haven't talked about Card of the Week. I did talk about Card of the Week. We talked about it. Well, you didn't really say what it was. I teased it. Oh, okay. That's what it, on the outline that we follow, it says. So stick around, don't leave. Yeah, don't leave. Despite everything that your body is telling you right now, don't turn off the podcast. So I guess that takes us now just to the, like the main course before the card of the week dessert. Uh, the main course is our question of the week. Look, if you're only coming here to eat the dessert, if you're only here for the card of the week, you know what? That's selfish. But I'll still take it. A lot of people have problems and you need to come here and you need to eat all of the main question dinner before you get your card of the week dessert. It's true. Uh, there's no indication besides the musical cues of when we're going to do the card of the week. So we'll force you to listen to the question of the week. We have no problem doing that. Uh, if you don't eat your question of the week, then you can't have your card of the week. Look, the technology is not here yet, but one day I am sure that Elon Musk will figure out a way that we can ensure that you don't get the card of the week unless you listen to the question. I think we'll do it through hypertubes. Yeah, so until Elon Musk invents that technology, you listen to the question of the week. You heard it from Ben. Listen to the question of the week. So I guess let's dive in. This week, our question comes from Janet. And Janet says... I'm thinking of opening a second location in my business. How do I know if it'll be successful or busy? Could be both. I think that we're looking for both. Busy would indicate successful, right? Oh, I was, I was interpreting it as, will it be A, successful or B, busy? 
Oh, well, if those are the only choices, then I would say without even looking at cards, do it open a second location. But I think the question is, is opening a second location a good idea? Because it will be busy with customers? In regards to... Busy would be a good thing. Yeah. Not like busy, like, ah, oh, there's so much stuff to do. All these faxes are coming in. That's only if you're here and you're taking all the donations from people who keep sending in faxes of their coins, which we're still taking those faxes, even though the drive is over. All right. Well, look, Janet didn't tell us exactly what it is that her business does. So I think we need to, uh, you know, fill in that blank so that our listeners have something tangible to latch on to. I'm feeling like bakery. Okay, we'll call it a bakery. Cool. So Janet's going to open a second bakery, and she wants it to be both successful and busy. Busy like a long line of customer, not like busy like, ah, all these pies I need to fax. Yeah, that sounds good. No no pie faxing. All right. Well, I've probably stalled enough. Flip. And our first card is the Two of Swords. Doesn't it feel like we have this card every single week? Uh, It feels like we have this card and the Five Five of of Cups. Yeah. So the Two of Swords is about making a tough decision, which in this case, a tough decision would probably be, should I open a second bakery or no? Boom. Done. Check the box. Uh, Yeah. So the, the Two of Swords, it shows a woman. She's blindfolded. She's got two equally balanced swords crossed in front of her body, indicating two tough choices that she needs to make. And she's she's got her blindfold on, but she needs to take that blindfold off and she needs to decide. Ben, you're all over it. I think that... We have this card every week. I know it. I know I've mastered this card. (laughs) It's true. Just for your information, we're using the Golden Universal deck today. And that has a bunch of beautiful gold foil on some beautiful line art that is reminiscent of the traditional Rider Waite art, but is a little bit more detailed, a little bit different. But you knew that. With some cool watercolor coloring on it. We use this deck a lot. So, Two of Swords, we have a tough decision that needs to be made, and Janet's trying to decide whether or not to open a bakery. This so far makes perfect sense. Open a second bakery. Sure. Because right yes. now... She already has one, a very successful one. Yeah, and she's baking pies, cakes, muffins, scones. Donuts? I do you bake donuts? Maybe Janet can tell us. You probably do. I mean, how do you get the dough to get crispy and hard? You fry it. Oh, fried donuts. Good point. You do fried donuts. Boil them? No, you don't do that. I guess frying is boiling, kind of. Yeah, but in oil, not water. Right. Soggy donuts. Gross. Anyway, let's get into our second card. You boil pretzels in water. Do you? Yep. I've learned something. That's how you get uh, like the toughness to it. I learn a lot from watching the Great British Baking Show. I'm gonna leave that there, and we're gonna move on to our second card. Flip. So our immediate, oh, yeah. Brian likes this card. Our immediate action card is the King of Swords. I love the King of Swords on the Golden Universal deck. Do you love it on other decks or just the Golden Universal deck? I love the art on the Golden Universal deck because this guy knows what is going on. So it's also, oh yeah, because I think the King of Swords is a, it's a pretty good card. The King of Swords is obviously the top of the sword food chain He's this big, imposing, domineering guy with a big crown and a big sword. And a big beard. And he's in charge of everything. He's got the experience to know what works and what doesn't work. He has seen it all. Um, he 
my other favorite card in this deck is the Knight of Swords, because that guy is really muscly and looks like he's just charging into action, which he is. So the King of Swords is like the natural evolution of the Knight of Swords, who still gets stuff done, but he has the ability to know when something is a good idea or when something's a bad idea and the best way to move forward with something. And the if you're the King of Swords... Get ready to lead the charge into battle. Get ready to fax those pies. Yeah, because you've got to figure out the right decision to make, and the right decision isn't always the easy decision. Swords are a card or a suit about mental acuity and about intelligence, and we've had two two sword cards already, so you're going to be relying on your brain for this endeavor, and you can't let stress or emotions get in the way of your goals. You need to use the tools at your disposal and get to the heart of the matter and just push that sword forward. Let's go ahead and move to the immediate future card. Flip. Oh, yeah. It's the three of cups. I like this card as well. You guys probably know the three of cups. I think we've had it before. It's the butt touching card. Yeah, and it shouldn't be because there's a lot more going on than just butt touching. But the most important thing is that it shows three women dancing and one of them is touching the other's butt. The Three Cups card is about celebration. It's about victory, friendship. Uh, It's very much about friendship. It's a card of harmony, cooperation, socialization. And opposite the swords, the cup is a suit of emotions. And this is a card about being, being happy in your emotions. And it's about putting away your everyday concerns and just letting letting yourself hold your emotions high and celebrating with people that are close to you, celebrating things that have gone well. Like opening a second bakery. Like finishing all those pie faxes. Yeah. Overall, I would say that this is a pretty straightforward reading. So let's let's put all these things together and see where it takes us. We've got the recent past, which shows that you have to make a hard decision. And that hard decision, Ben... Whether or not to open a second bakery. Yeah. And then that takes us to the immediate time right now uh, called the present, the present action. And we've got the King of Swords. And the King of Swords says to move forward with all of the knowledge that you have, and you'll be armed for success. You have the experience, you have the knowledge, and you have the sword that you need to cut all those pies. And then we wrap it up. Once you've used all of that mental strength to open the, this new bakery, we move into the cups. It's finally time to take a breather, let your brain rest, and celebrate with friends. Touch butts. You've got a new bakery, a new successful bakery. Everything about this reading indicates that your new bakery, your new business, will be a success based on the experience that you have, based on all of the knowledge that you have, and based on the people that you've surrounded yourself with in order to be able to appreciate what you have. And overall, this is just an overwhelmingly positive read for whether or not your new bakery is going to be busy and successful. Good thing you decided this was our last episode since we had a really positive reading. Yep. We're going to call it right there. Wait, we can't stop right now. Why? 
I'll tell you after the musical bump. First, I want to say thank you to Janet for sending in the question, and I hope to be visiting your bakery very soon. Fax us a pie. And that musical bump means that we're back to just the normal corner. Okay, yeah. We've moved across to the other side of the room, out of the tarot side of the room, into just the normal part of the room. Yeah, we do a lot of running back and forth during these episodes. (sighs) And what I wanted to say that I couldn't say before the musical bump was we can't just cut this episode off right now because we have promised a card of the week. Oh, we did. We spent a long time promising a card of the week. We did. And now we're going to give you a card of the week. All right, now we're in the card of the week corner. We're back to the tarot corner. There's a lot of bits in this episode. Yeah, and this is just like a normal episode. We do this all the time. We're just a little bit out of shape this time. Yeah. Probably from eating all the pies that we've been faxed. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for faxing us those pies, Janet. So now that we're in the card of the week, this is the part where you get something from us. If you weren't Janet... You haven't gotten anything yet, but now you're going to get something. And that something is a card that you can think about going into this week. You know, think about what's troubling you. Think about what you're worried about in the upcoming week. What's stressing you out? You know, it's Monday. You're a little worried about what's coming up. Hey, Ben, flip over the card. Flip. Oh, the seven of cups. I like the seven of cups, too. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes it's spooky. I think that it's, oh, wait, uh, for our card of the, let's, whew, let's take a step back. Slay your roll. Yeah, we're using the Salvador Dali deck for this card of the week. Did uh, he, is it in his style, or is this actually Salvador Dali who painted these cards? It is both of those things. Salvador Dali painted these cards in Salvador Dali style. Wouldn't that be funny if he painted them in Picasso's style? Or if he did it like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. That would oh, man, fun. a Dr. Seuss tarot deck would be really fun. It'd be fun, but I don't think I could take it seriously. Because I have a cat deck that I like to use sometimes, but it's hard to take that deck seriously. Hmm. Good insight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this Dally deck... Let's talk is, about the Seven of Cups. Yeah, we have the Seven of Cups, which to me always looks like there's a lot of cool stuff, some dishes of ice cream floating in the air, and then one that's full of a snake. See, imagine like at the baseball game, they play that little peanut game where they put a peanut in the baseball hat and then they they cover it up and like move stuff around and then you have to decide where the peanut is. Then they take your money. Except under each hat is the peanut. Yeah, but it's different peanuts. Like some of the peanuts are really good and then one of the peanuts is a snake. And also all of the hats are goblets, golden goblets. And they're turned right side up. Yeah, so just like the peanut game. It's almost exactly like that. All right, Brian, so what does the Seven of Cups mean? Uh, The Seven of Cups, despite how delicious all the ice cream and snakes look, is kind of a warning. It's a warning against dreaming too hard. Yeah, eventually you've got to come out of dreamland and you've got to pick one of these cups and you've got to start moving forward on your goal. There's a lot of really cool stuff that can happen in life. And then there's snakes. And there are also snakes. Looking ahead at those things, there's a million different options always up in front of you, floating in the sky like a bunch of golden chalices filled with ice cream and snakes. Separately. Not together. That would be horrifying. So... 
what this card is saying is that this week, whatever your big goal is, stop dreaming about it. Stop writing about it in your notebook and start making actual forward progress on this. Pick one of these cups and start moving forward. And, and then, you know, ultimately it will reveal itself to be an ice cream cup or a snake. If you're a writer, I would say keep writing about it in your notebook. Well, maybe you should put it on letterhead and then fax it somewhere. Oh, maybe you could fax it to a new bakery. Yeah. Or a new branch of an old bakery. Yeah. And while you're doing that, you might as well find all the loose change in your couch and fax that over to us. Yeah, we could use it. Uh, Let's run across the room real quick, Ben. I have something to say. Okay. Sheesh. Kind of exhausted, Brian, is it? Is it about time to wrap this thing up? It is, and that's why I wanted to run across the room, because we were talking about facts and coins. You don't sound out of breath at all. I walked across the room. It's not a very big room either. No, it's not. And frankly, I don't know why we're so out of breath. Just out of shape. Out of shape. From all the pies. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. You guys know. I wanted to thank Janet for writing in and asking about opening a second business. The second branch of her business. And I wanted to thank you, the listener, for choosing a cup and moving forward with your life. And that cup being listening to our podcast once a week. A great cup, not the snake cup. The thing that prompted me to want to run over here so that we can play the bumper music is because if you wanted to fax us your coins, you could fax them or your pies, especially pies. I would probably take pies over coins at this point. Because you're just going to use those coins to buy food. Kind of cutting out the middleman if you just get the pie direct. But where could they fax those to us? You could fax those to us at amateurtarotreading at gmail.com. You could also send to that address, again, amateurtarotreading at gmail.com, your questions, if you had a question like Janet, and we would answer it for you. You can also fax us coins and pies. Uh, You can fax Ben at his website, I'mMakingAllThisUp.com. And you can fax Brian on Twitter at Zen Iron Man. And whatever you do, please remember to fax us a rating and a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. That would be very helpful. That is a toll-free fax. Yeah, and a lot of people, uh, those faxes get posted in the public commons and other people get to see those faxes. And then if a podcast has a lot of faxes, it, it makes it much more popular. Oh, also, Brian, you didn't tell them about our website where you can find things all amateur tarot at amateurtarot.com. That's right. We don't have to use a Tumblr anymore. Not, uh, whew, that sounded really negative towards Tumblr. Zing! Huh, shots fired, huh? Uh, we don't, we're not using Tumblr anymore. We're using our regular website. We have a big boy website now. AmateurTarot.com. That's where you can f- turn people onto a feed of all of our posts. You can subscribe to our podcast from there. You can see our Instagram on there. You can find our email address because you maybe already forgot that it was amateurtarotreading at gmail.com. Or you can contact us directly from there by just clicking on contact. Yeah, click that button. And you can fax us your questions straight from there. Yeah, that's all I've got. Thanks for listening, guys. And I really can't wait to get all your pie faxes. Thanks. Bye.